Good morning and work it. Work it, girl, because you're listening to the Queer LBC Podcast. I'm Nino, local construction daddy and podcast fatty. My pronouns are he, him. Thank you for asking. I have with me here my fabulous cohorts. Yo, what's up, y'all? This is Christoph here, your city top liaison. My pronouns are he, him, and that motherfucker. Dr. Mikey here, your professional cheese muscle. Tell me all your secrets. My pronouns are he, she, all of them. So what do you have for us today, Nino? Oh, you know, just some... Take a sip. Take a sip, you big stupid bitch. <laughs> All right. So this is the quick tea and the queer events. This is where we get into the L, G, B, and the T of it all. Sometimes we get a little Q, too, if you know what I mean. Hey, I know what you mean, girl. So what are these queens talking about today, this week? Today, this week. Today in gay. In Brazil, using homophobic slurs is now punishable by prison. That's Good. what I'm talking about. But I don't gay. believe in prisons. <laughs> you say, Damn. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> also in gay, bomb threat fails to shut down drag queen story hour event. Okay. I don't know why that sounds funny. <laughs> <laughs> also out wrestler Anthony Bowens wins a world championship title in front of 80,000 fans. Wow. Nice. Today in trans, Devani Johnson mourned at community vigil in Los Angeles. Today in valid bisexual identities, Shakari Richardson is now the fastest bisexual woman in the world. Fastest woman in the world. Probably fastest bisexual. <laughs> fastest bisexual, definitely. Mm-hmm. Today in homophobia, California sues Chino Valley School District for forcing teachers to out trans and non-binary students. Oh yeah, that's most definitely. Uh, today, also in homophobia, Florida police investigating after murals defaced outside two LGBTQ plus centers. Disrespect. People just ain't got shit to do. <clears throat> do any of you queens know about any of these things? I do not know about any of these things, but I did not know, but I do know that Shikari is the fastest woman in the world at this moment mm-hmm. uh, but i did not know she was a part of our community i know that's cool so that's good to know and maybe that's why they're harassing her well you know they always gonna hate us because we're black just, beautiful and exactly and the best i know mm-hmm. <laughs> but good for her get know, it right so from the lgbtq nation website queer american sprinter shakari richardson is now the fastest woman in the world uh, Shakari Richardson, the American sprinter whose career was derailed shortly before the Tokyo Olympics after she tested positive for marijuana use, has rebounded. The 23-year-old athlete handily won the 100-meter world championship in Budapest in a come-from-behind moment that has the sports world celebrating an out-bisexual black woman. Richardson, who admitted to using the non-performing enhancing drug to cope with her mother's death, was suspended, if y'all remember, mm-hmm. um, at the comp- competition shortly before the Olympics in 2021. So dumb. It was very dumb because then somebody else had also had that same kind of drug or some kind of enhancement drug also, mm-hmm. but she didn't get um, kicked out kicked what? out of the Olympics. But, of course, she was, mm. you know, palm color. Um, <laughs> of a lighter complexion. <laughs> right. Um, so she was expected to easily medal, and fans quickly noted that other athletes who had used the performance enhancing drugs were still allowed to compete. So when, uh, while Jamaican rival Sh- uh, Sharika Jackson, the world's top-ranked sprinter, and Shelly Ann Fraser-Price, a 10-time world champion, were expected to win, Richardson blew past them despite starting from the outside lane. 
So after, I don't know if y'all seen it, but like afterwards, it was all three of them. Mm. And um, it was just like a beautiful black girl magic moment. <laughs> it was just like, awesome. you know, they was just celebrating because I think it was like first, second, and third. Mm-hmm. And I think they're all of Jamaican descent. Mm. Um, but one of the girls was like, this is the first time that America has won. And she was like, of course, girl, because of you. Because she has won the last three mm-hmm. times. Mm-hmm. Uh, so that was just a beautiful moment to see that those um, black girls was living out loud. Well, at least she was. And it's the fastest friend in the world. That's, That's beautiful. Cute. The world owes her an apology. They right? Should, but you know, they ain't gonna never give it to her. But disrespect. Like, if you can run while you're fucking high... Right and fast, right? Not just all <laughs> at stupid. that, at that, right? <laughs> and you got motherfuckers that's running, tripping over their own fucking feet, and they ain't even they ain't right? even high. Exactly. Mm-mm. Come on now, but that's but she also stated like never give up, never allow the media or outsiders to define who you are. Always fight, never leave sight of yourself. You'll have good days and bad days, but you always have tomorrow. Mm. And that is nothing but the best motto to live by so that's why she came back and kicked ass beautiful i love that how cute i love good feel stories about time right all right let's see did you hear about brazil right hello world take a fucking note right america where you at get to it well take a goddamn note america what the fuck how brazil gonna fucking out outshine you in your so homophobic hate speech is now punishable by a prison sentence in brazil according to a landmark ruling issued by the uh, country's highest court in a nine-to-one ruling issued tuesday brazil's uh brazil's supreme federal court determined that the country's existing federal hate crime law also protects individual lgbtq plus people although a uh, 2019 ruling found that homophobic hate speech like racism in Brazil was a crime. The decision applied to the LGBT community as a whole, not to slurs against individual people. The Brazilian advocacy organization ABGLT argued that those protections uh, were not adequate and the court agreed. The ruling means that people who violate the law could be subject to a prison sentence of anywhere from two to five years, according to AFP. Good. Dang, two to five years. Imagine. Look, keep your mouth shut. Right? Keep it to yourself. How did that happen? Like, who who wanted that to go down and said yes? Right? Well, like, it was a landslide, nine to one. Only one person in the Supreme Court voted against it. That's crazy. If it was here in the U.S., it would have been split and wouldn't. No, actually, it right. wouldn't have been it split. Been we split, wouldn't have gotten it. it. Right. It would have been nine to one the other way. <laughs> yeah. It would have been, been fucking thrown nine. in the trash, that bill. Right. What are you talking about? <laughs> but, you know, Brazil is um, also known for having some of the strongest LGBTQ plus legal protections in the world. I didn't so know it that. also has one of the highest rates of violence, though, against LGBTQ plus mm. people. So according to the Brazilian newspaper, Brazil de Fato, I don't know why giving an Italian a little little spaz on it i like the country's <laughs> um the, the country's murder rate of trans people is one of the highest globally mm. so still the ruling represents a hard fought victory on a b g l t's behalf and for brazil's lgbtq plus population as a whole but they still have a lot of work to do 
mm-hmm. but this is the step in the right direction and i'm glad that this was able to get passed that's crazy yeah yeah because i thought i did hear before that it was really homophobic over there that's why this like was kind of like what yeah right i didn't because i just i knew that like it was a lot of um the community was strong over there i didn't know that you know if it's Strong in the community, I guess the hate gonna be stronger because you know people just maybe they actually uh, have to actually protect these people, right? Yeah. Well, I saw a documentary on like Vice that Elliot Page did. They like went all all over the world and visited um, to see all these different countries to see what it was like to be LGBTQ there. And um, he went to Brazil, and there's like gangs that, that go and like find you know queer people and trans people yeah like they talked to one person that like said they like killed like gay and trans people holy shit yeah that's crazy was it like they used to just like be on apps or something is that probably how they yeah i think so yeah Mm. but yeah check out that documentary what's it called uh what is it it's uh elliot page is in it oh okay Was it a long documentary? No, it's like an hour episode. Okay, so it's just like one of their series. Yeah. Okay. Gaycation. Oh, okay. Gaycation, yeah. Because I think they do like, I think that's just a series in itself. Yeah. Oh, okay, yeah. Yeah, Gaycation. So each episode's a different country and they talk about what it's like being queer and trans there. Oh, that's so right. scary. Mm-hmm. But like, shit happens here too. That's true. But when will our system take note of what brazil is doing mm-hmm. and protect um the community of an lgbt i mean shit they can't even protect mm-hmm. our voting rights mm-hmm. let That's alone true. our basic human rights yeah which is even just as crazy yeah uh did y'all so we sound like we may need to take a trip to brazil I mean, queer um, LBC goes to Brazil. I feel like there's a lot of hotties. Mm-hmm. Down. Yeah. <laughs> nice. Um. So, I do y'all still watch wrestling? Wrestling. Wrestling. I used to watch it when I was the a WWE. kid. I never really watched it, but I thought that John Cena was very homoerotic. Oh, okay. Because I remember seeing him one Wait, time. Ain't it? Ain't it all homoerotic? I guess. Yeah, it's kind of weird. I'm down for it. But this gay guy. Is yeah. a world champion. So, <clears throat> excuse me. Out gay wrestler Anthony Bowens, who was 32, was one of the winners yesterday at what organizers claim was the biggest ever pro wrestling event in Europe. Bowens competes as part of the AEW, which is the All Elite Wrestling Stable. Over the weekend, um, they held this world championship event in front of 81,000 fans at Wembley Stadium in London, England. Bowen and wrestling partner Max Caster competed together as a duo called the Acclaimed. For the meet, they were joined by occasional teammates, uh, teammate Billy Gunn. The three fought together in the trio's category. They won by defeating the House of Black, which included uh, Malachi Black, Brody King, and Buddy Matthews. Quite sure we don't know who any of those people are. No, but, I don't. Um, Bowen was blown away by the event and his victory. I still, and this is what he was quoted saying, I still can't process any of this. Thank 
you to everyone who have ever believed in me, he said on Instagram. Uh, but whether one of whether one is a fan of pro wrestling or not, Bowen continues success as an out gay man in the field is inspiring. Bowen was raised in New Jersey. He came out as bisexual in January 2007. And uh, I mean, not January 2017, but a couple of years later said he identified as gay. Uh. Although he was passed over by WWE in 2015. <clears throat> Fuck you, WWE. He made a name for himself on the indie circuit. In 2020, he signed a five-year deal with AEW, which has seen his profile soar. He's now based in LA. Now we gotta go make a trip to LA. <laughs> uh, last September, he made history when he and Caster trumped the AEW Dynamite meet in New York City. So he out there doing big things, and he... One of the things that I found funny when I was looking this up, um, a female reporter entered the ring and said it was clear Bowens was attracted to her. And he was like, Bowens corrected her, informing her he was gay. The crowd then started chatting, he's gay. <laughs> Bowens later said that the unplanned support from the crowd had moved him. Um, so last week, Bowen posted a video of himself engaged in a sweaty workout in preparation for what he said would be the biggest match of his life in London. But I found that funny that the crowd had his back. I love that. But even though, like, girl, how, what you make you think I'm attracted to you just because I'm holding a conversation with you? <laughs> no, Mama, back up. He's w- hot, wishful though. thinking. I would want the same thing. Yeah, I would say the same thing. I mean, Red, that's true. I mean, we probably say that to a straight mm-hmm. dude. Like, I know you're attracted to me. <laughs> it's okay. So, is this like a goofy wrestling thing, or is this? No, like I just a- think I think it's just a more of a. It's not an American. Yeah. Uh, oh, okay. League. Yeah. Uh, not league, but an American. What they usually call it, like. Uh, federation or yeah. whatever yeah. Um, it's just more international Yeah, mm. it's a Europe league yeah it's like a European version of WWE well he's fine <clears throat> yeah like all the indie circuits run all that so we support you Michael we gonna pull up in your DMs see if you wanna come to the Korea LBC podcast and ah. talk about your experience mm-hmm. look at all these like homo sport people Go you yeah, homo look, sports. We I ev- look. I try to tell people we everywhere. We are everywhere. Right? So like all this little hating shit that y'all think y'all doing, y'all doing it to motherfuckers that you are low key a fan of. Right. And you out here watching these sports and thinking your favorite football player ain't in our community. You need to just go ahead and rethink that mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and just chop it up as a loss and just keep it pushing. They love to pretend that. Their faves aren't gay. <laughs> I mean, I'm glad there's uh, queer athletes out there. Someone needs to represent because that's not me. Right. So- I hope you don't get homophobed in the locker room. <laughs> Go you. Let's see what else. What else? Um, bomb threat fails to shut down Drag Queen Story Hour events. They're like, let's just get bombed. Right. <laughs> So, an anti-LGBT bomb threat led to evacuation and relocation of a Drag Queen Story Hour event in Princeton, New Jersey, last Saturday around lunchtime. Mm -hmm. The event was held... All these ads. Come on, y'all. Let me read. Um... The event was held at the Bayard Rustin Center of Social Justice, a community activist center and safe place for marginalized groups named after the gay civil rights leader. The event started at 11 a.m. 
featured lo- local drag queen performer Carrie Dragshaw was presented <laughs> by the BRCSJ's anti-book banning group Defenders of the Right to Read and was attended by over 50 people, including children and their parents. However, around 10.49 a.m., the Princeton Police Department received an anonymous email that contained remarks against the LGBTQ plus community and people affiliated with the BRCSJ. The email said that numerous explosive devices have been placed inside and around the BRCSJ, patch.com reported. The police immediately went down, evacuated uh, the attendees for the Dry Queen story hour uh, and the center workers and searched the area with a dog though not a bomb-sniffing dog, as the canine wasn't available. Well, I guess <laughs> it wasn't that pressing then, right? What the fuck? What the fuck? Not available? Yeah. What else? Is- There's another bomb threat somewhere? Are you on vacation? How the fuck your dog... You don't have more than one. Anyway, no explosive <laughs> devices were found. Oh, well, I guess according to this non-bomb-sniffing dog, and I'll trust that. <laughs> But people were allowed to get back into the center around 12.40 p.m. And the event continued at an unnamed nearby building. And quote by the organi- organizers. A bomb threat did not stop our drag story hour at our LGBTQIA families, friends, and allies. Shashayed into fabulous field trip fashion to a nearby stoop. Our queer community will always gather together stronger and with even more love in the face of hate and ignorance i love that can't hold no can't hold us there any word on the person who made that email probably not girl they didn't even send a bomb sniffing dog you think i'll research an email right like the (laughs) easiest like i where is this at again in uh new jersey jersey i mean you know i don't know much about new jersey it doesn't sound like they have their shit together. I mean, no one has their shit together. I mean, I would just, I bet you like the email has like the guy's name in it. It's like, everybody <laughs> <laughs> got his email. John Smith 55 at Yahoo. And his address. Mm. It can't be the real one. Like, I'm sure these cops. Yeah. I'm sure these cops are stupid and they don't know how to just, I'm sure they don't even have the technology to like, <laughs> yeah, figure you out know how what? to. I think a lot of cops don't know a lot about technology that, we would expect them to know. Right. Like they're not FBI agents. Right. And they're like, I'm not a detective, I'm a cop. Like I Right. I just beat black <laughs> right. people's ass. I don't like detective work now. I don't I don't look <laughs> I don't look into things. Like why would they even backtrack that, right? Like it would be so easy to just see the IP address because I'm sure the <laughs> right. person is a dumbass. Um and Clearly. just didn't even probably have like some kind of torn. It could have probably like, came from their department, so that's probably why they didn't probably, look into mm. the <laughs> Right? It's probably their own. <laughs> But yeah, but no, no reports on uh, an investigation that say anything about if they're going to do anything else or not. Wow. Yeah. I think Same. you New Jerseyans need to uh, start complaining. Right? With the quickness. But they not. So this Chino school board, what the fuck is going on in California? Let me read that. So is Chino anyway? Chino is yeah, like one. near like Upland, Rancho oh, okay. Cucamonga. Oh, okay, okay, okay. There. Yeah. yeah. The ghetto. <laughs> where the cowlands are or used to be right probably not anymore it's just basically like a bunch of like large manufactured homes everywhere yeah, that's oh, true okay. mm-hmm. the cookie cutter homes 
yeah that they're like claiming is luxury <clears throat> but it's like cheaply made california sues chino valley school district for forcing teachers to out non-trans and non-binary students. California Attorney General Rob Bonta has filed a lawsuit against Chino Valley Unified School District over a policy enacted in July requiring teachers to out transgender and non-binary students to their parents. California State Superintendent of Public Instruction Tony Thurmond appeared at the July meeting to oppose the policy and was thrown out by Board President Sonja Shah, who accused him of proposing things that pervert children. The lawsuit calls for a ban on the parental notification policy, saying it puts trans and non-binary students in danger of imminent irreparable harm. It argues that the policy violates state anti-discrimination protections and infringes on students' constitutional rights to privacy, which it does. Mm -hmm. Our message to Chino Valley Unified and all school districts in California is loud and clear. We will never stop fighting for the civil rights of LGBTQ plus students, Bonta said in a statement announcing the lawsuit. Chino Valley Unified is just one of several schools in districts in California that have become targets for far-right extremists seeking to ban LGBTQ plus inclusion in schools. Other districts, including Murrieta Valley Unified and Orange Unified, have what? proposed similar policies to Chino Valley. And schools in North Hollywood, Glendale, and even LAUSD headquarters have recently become the site of anti-LGBTQ plus protests, escalating tensions, and inciting violence over LGBTQ plus inclusive curriculum or celebrations. It's according to a 2021 report released by the Williams Institute, an estimated of 49,000 youth in California between 13 and 17 years old identify as transgender. Other surveys of LGBTQ plus youth have shown that those who attend schools with an LGBTQ plus affirming environment report lower rates of suicide attempts, perform better in school, are less likely to miss class or face disciplinary action, and report higher self-esteem. Wow, those would be all really great things. I mean, right. Ain't that, right. What, a, ain't that what a school board wants from their students? I mean, that's the, those are all of the things that I felt in school. Like, all of those things. Like, I form, performed for, poorly in right. school. I missed tons of school because I didn't want to show go. up because right. of all the bullies. And, yeah, definitely had but if you were low self-esteem. But if you're, but if you're the, on the school board, that's what your outcomes want to look like. Mm-hmm. I mean, they're just, I, I'm assuming they're only worried with test scores and could give a fuck about if your student is dead or, or right. alive. Right, that is true. Because they can just make room for another one. I mean, obviously, they're pushing their own personal, personal agenda, agenda on this. Which yeah. is correct. So that's why we, because do they vote people into the school board? Yeah. Because those are elect, the like elected people who are voted. Because mm-hmm. didn't they kick somebody out? Didn't they kick somebody out at one point? If like one of these like school board meetings, like they kicked out a, a person defending LGBTQ plus? Like a, like a parent or somebody that's speaking or like that was already on the board he was like on the board I think. oh i don't know, if I I don't know. That one. Anyways. but that sound about on brand mm-hmm. for americans tara russell slavin what <laughs> tara russell slavin a chief impact officer of LG- los angeles lgbtq plus center applauded bonta for supporting lgbtq Labidiquous youth in a statement saying that Chino Valley Unified's parental notification policy puts students in harm's way. 
we at the center want our young people to know there is absolutely a place for you in this world and we will fight like hell to ensure you have the same rights as everyone else to find it. Thank you. Thank you, Slavin. Tara Russell Slavin. Yeah, that's Gracias. just... Um, this will take me away. I mean, I'm glad. I mean, California, I think, encoded... Um, uh, sexual orientation and gender identity into their civil rights code. So that's why the state mm-hmm. is able to have this lawsuit. Um, it, but that's why the federal government is able, isn't able to protect us because they don't have this encoded in their civil rights. Uh, so that's why federally we struggle, but here in California we're protected mm-hmm. by the state. Well, I'm glad that, California is stepping up and actually like doing something. Yeah. I'm like low key shocked, not shocked, but low key. Like what the fuck? Like that these schools are doing this kind of shit. Like when they already know what the vibe is supposed to be. Yeah. And it's like, well, I mean, that's kind of just a testament. Like how we always say California isn't like the land of the free gays. Like there's tons of places outside of Hollywood and long beach. I'm not even long beach all the way. You know what I mean? Yeah. And it's like, or I mean, even fucking Hollywood. I mean, yeah, homophobes yeah. are everywhere. Yeah. It's just we have a bigger presence here and we're louder and mm-hmm. people just don't fuck with us here. I mean, I low-key never feel safe outside in, in those fucking, as I would like to call them, rural. Rural. I mean, Murrieta, and as far as I'm concerned, Murrieta and uh, Chino, Chino is rural. Yeah. <laughs> and OC is not far from rural in my mind. <laughs> I mean, technically, yeah. But yeah. just to even go off what you said about like, even in these cities of ours of Hollywood and Long Beach that we have the most presence and we are the most loud, but that that hatred is still there Mm -hmm. because I know that recently uh, we had talked about um, in the beginning of Devani Johnson, who there was a visual in Los Angeles earlier this week, which was a black transgender woman who was fatally shot by a security guard. Mm. earlier this month um, she was honored at a visual on Thursday the ceremony was held outside of the Hollywood grocery store where she was killed organized by a group of nonprofits and activists including APAIT and the Trans Wellness Center the visual paid tribute to Johnson's memory with the somber celebration of life processions mourners carried white and pink roses and released white balloons in her honor our community, we know how to nurture each other. We know how to take care of each other, said Jasmine Creighton. Um, she's the associate director of APAIT and one of the visuals organizers. We may not do it how everyone else does it, but we do it the best of our ability. Johnson had previously been a client of Creighton's at Casa de Saluma, a supportive housing initiative for trans women in the Koreatown area. And she did well, Creighton said. She did the best she could. It's tough when there's are so many elements working against you to some degree. You're trying to find your voice and your rhythm and your own beat, but people often don't see you or hear you or celebrate you. Johnson was killed on August 7th, just one day after her 27th birthday. Mm-hmm. She was shot after a confrontation with an armed security guard at Ralph's grocery store in Hollywood. What the fuck? There is nothing, absolutely nothing in this store that has more value than the life of uh, Devani Johnson. Creighton said in her speech at the vigil, 
where was your management team to defuse the situation? Why did no one come to either individual's assistance? Johnson's mother also attended the vigil with other family members. It shouldn't have been a 20-minute altercation, she said. If you asked her to leave the store, you shot her outside the store. Why were you out the doors? Mm-hmm. If you were telling her to leave the store and she was outside, why did you, go why did you kill her outside? Her? Why yeah. did you go out and follow her? So um, the associate director of the Trans Wellness Center voiced frustration at the frequency of these tragedies in our trans community. I was thinking about how many times we have to do this. How many times we got to get together to honor a life that was taken too soon from one of our sisters, she said. That's why I'm here to honor her life, because too many times trans lives are not validated or honored. We are always fighting for a right to exist. We see the same people every time we have to beg others to come to listen about what's happening. She continued. And this is going this is not going to be the last time. I'm sure we don't have to go far to hear or find another sister who is struggling with substance use or mental health. You don't have to go far to find a brown, black, trans woman or trans person who is struggling. Meanwhile, the Johnson family has started a GoFundMe campaign to help return her to Oklahoma. So if you can donate, you can most definitely go to the Los Angeles LGBT Center website. There has a link there. Um, But just because we are in this city that we love and we have so many um, of our community here that support us, we still have these individuals that have so much hate in their heart that they mm-hmm. don't want to see us here. Yeah. Yeah. I don't want to see no part of our community here because there's no reason that that should have allowed it to happen. And they should probably sue Ralph's. Right. Because yeah. if that was what, if you contracted out to the security guard and the security guard goal is to keep the store safe, if like that person which, was at the store, which Ralph's, the Hollywood Ralph's, they said or the Hollywood. Town Ralph's, they said Hollywood, but, the rock but, and roll Ralph's. <laughs> but why the fuck do you need a gun at a Ralph's at a, grocery well, store? Well, I mean, that Ralph's in Hollywood is because that, that's the one right off of. Um, it's right by the fucking In and Out. Yeah. Yep. Off of uh, Santa right Monica, by it, but, but not Santa Monica. That's uh, not even right by it. What is that street? Sunset Highland. Wilcox. Not, I can't remember, but no, the program that she was a part of was in Koreatown, but the mm. uh, Ralphs was in Hollywood. Fuck that stupid rock and roll Ralphs. It's not even rock and roll inside. It just says it's called rock and roll Ralphs. That's stupid. So fuck that Ralphs. Fuck that security guard. Yeah, I hope they... So what does that mean? Yeah. That means that, I mean, did they say they should even stole anything? Well, they don't even say what the altercation was about. Yeah, they just said that. But it was a, tw- first of all, it was a 20 minute altercation. Dang. Now, I don't know what management was or any other employee because even now, both of y'all are making this a unsafe environment mm-hmm. within the store. Mm-hmm. So by this being your employee that mm-hmm. you contracted out to, you should have been addressing that immediately. But for 20 fucking minutes, yo? Like for no reason should a Ralph security guard murder a person. Right? The fuck? Exactly. How could it ever get that high? Like if the person even had a bomb at the Ralphs, like that would be the only reason, you, or and like a machine out gun, and, right? And then like, she would have been taken out by SWAT because right, you still right. ain't qualified exactly. to take out nobody exactly yeah. with a bomb. So you ain't really te- like. Matter of fact, when do security guards? So this must have been like an independent, yeah, real independent because most right most security guards or security systems that's in LA that I know of, you're not a. I mean. A, 
You have to get extra. Out. You have right. to get an extra permit. You have to, to get be an extra a, permit. Yeah. to have a gun. Mm-hmm. So, what the fuck? But I think this is also like prime example of like capitalism, right? Like, look at you have this this guard that's buying into this idea of the importance of like the value of this grocery store and the product inside it versus this human being in front right? of you. Yeah, and that's just ridiculous. Like nothing in there was is worth the life. You know, it's like. If you're fighting over 20 minutes for some, if even if she stole, who like what? Right, who what's still in there? Yeah, she could steal the whole aisle of fucking produce, yeah, right, and toiletries. Yeah, that still doesn't um, amount to nobody's yeah. life being taken, and it's not coming out of your paycheck. Exactly, if, sir. Like if you are a professional person who has a gun on you, you know how to not kill a person with the gun. You know how to shoot them in places that don't murder them. That's also mm-hmm. true like but also like she was out of the store you asked this young lady to leave mm-hmm. even though it took you 20 minutes to do so that's what makes me just think like oh it's just like you're just like a a transphobic psycho who yeah because to now you're trying to you probably was trying to show your dominance and shit and try to show out and show off i mean it's kind of like Mm-mm. just like police officers where it's like you just lo- you're just looking for a reason just kill that person yeah. yeah i mean you have a license to kill but this is a security guard. It's a security you guard. You don't have no license for now, nothing. We don't know if he he could have been an off-duty L.A. police officer. I Who mean, knows? They didn't say what kind of security. They didn't say the security system. They didn't give his name and address. Right, exactly. So mm. All garbage. Well, rest in so peace. So rest in peace, DJ. Ralph, stop hiring people that security guards that have guns. Get out of here. I know. A taser right? would do. <laughs> Let's see. Unnecessary. Ridiculous. Outrageous. That um, Adele stopped her show for this young guy. It was his first time going to an Adele show, and he was just so excited. And he I kept did. standing up and singing. And, like, th- like three security guards, like, three times people mm-hmm. came and, like, told him to, like, sit down. Yeah. And- and she was, it's like, it's weird. Adele gonna always spot something out. Right. <laughs> she gonna look. She don't care what she is looking through that crowd. She's aware so, as fuck. Right. She is aware mm-hmm. of her crew mm-hmm. and, and, and her space, which is kudos to that. I saw that. That was so cool. Right. I was just like, leave him alone. He's just enjoying yeah, himself. Right. He's like, ain't no telling. He probably end up getting two summer jobs to get a ticket to go right. out to Vegas to see her. Mm-hmm. And you're going to have to show up and show out. Yeah. This is first time seeing her. Yeah. The, that is a pure example of queer joy. Queer joy. That kid was so happy to see Adele. And the minute he, she like shouted him out, oh my right. God, I thought he was going to die. <laughs> it was adorable. It was too cute. I can't find this article. Okay. Talk about it next week. Yeah, we'll figure it out. Week. It'll still be there, yeah. Anyways. It'll still be there. Are y'all um, still thirsty? I'm not no, thirsty. Man. I'm about to go ahead and get a snack so I can get thirsty for this topic this afternoon. Grab a snack. See you after bathroom break. And we're back. So today I wanted to talk about queer joy. What is it? Do you have it? Does it exist? No, seriously, what is queer joy? Why does the concept of queer joy even exist do you have queer joy what things make you feel gay in a good way (laughs) what song makes you feel gay or feel joy your happiest j your happiest queer memory 
what movie made you gay? <laughs> What's your happiest gay show or queer show? Or what just makes you feel cute and calm and happy and queer? What hey. is your what is your queer joy moments? Right. What is queer joy? Well, before we get into our queer joy, so queer joy, I believe, um, from an article that I've read before, states that it is a gender expression that flourishes without judgment or limitations. It is thorough these it is through these acts of self-expression that queer individuals reclaim their narratives and transform their lives into vivid reflections of their inner truths. Queer joy is not solely confined to grand gestures or acts of resistance. So your queer joy is all about you. I feel like that second paragraph didn't make much sense. But but because people will feel like that queer joy that we need to have that queer joy and we need to be on the front lines, we need to be resisting against the man mm-hmm. and that is our joy. No, that's not my joy. That's mm-hmm. painful. I don't want to do that all the time. I want to be out here in these streets loving and living life to the fullest and just being queer. And that is being expressive, being fabulous, mm-hmm. <laughs> fabulosity. Um, but yeah, so my queer joy looks like just that. Being able to live life to the fullest without caring what people around me are thinking of me. Mm-hmm. So you may catch me one day fully in a jogger suit, not giving a fuck. And then you may also catch me in a blouse one day, also not giving a fuck. So daily I express myself as how I feel. And that comes through just what I mentioned, you know, just expressing myself how I want to express myself without giving a fuck about what everybody else around me may think. Just you being you? Yep. It's Christoph being Christoph? Christoph Kristen. <laughs> <laughs> What do you think, doctor? Um, yeah, I agree with a, a lot what Christoph said. Um, I think for me, like, queer joy is is all those things. But for me, it's, like, also, like, taking pride in, like, deconstructing the world in a way, right? Like, I feel like queer joy is a queer revolution and... Um, the queer revolution is all about like freeing everyone, right? Getting everyone out of out of the binary, you know, trying to defeat patriarchy, racism, everything, you know. And I think um, queer joy is is um, is just your existence in those moments where like everything just feels perfect and it's just working, you know. Um, yeah, I mean that Adele, you know, like oh, we talked yeah. earlier about Adele, <laughs> yeah. like that little gay boy, that was pure queer joy when Adele gave him a shout out. Yeah, yeah. That's because you can tell he didn't give a fuck about what people mm-hmm. around him was thinking. Oh, for sure. Like this, I no telling what he had to. <clears throat> um. Like I, there's no there, like right? to do to get those tickets mm-hmm. and to see her for the first time and he made sure that he was able to have that joy regardless of what people around him were saying those security guards came up to him about what two three times mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. he couldn't control himself and that's what queer joy is yeah 
un- uncontrollably enjoying yourself to the fullest. Yeah. Regardless of what the motherfucker else. Yeah. Do. Well, being like authentically yourself and free from like other people's opinions. Yeah. I feel like often like that moment exactly like queer joy. Unfortunately, not to take it down, mm-hmm. but like our other. <laughs> Our other friend who was having a moment of queer joy um, at the gas station after the Beyonce concert. Mm-hmm. Yes. Queer joy, I feel like, is directly will make a fucking motherfucker mad. Like, yeah. your queer joy, like, is the fastest way sometimes, I feel like, for you to get your ass, like, handled. Mm-hmm. And I feel like that little twink... <laughs> It's just like another version of that. And it's like they have to handle him. And it's like he's not even doing anything. Like he's he's celebrating in like a positive way. Mm -hmm. He's like not harming, harassing nobody. And, and then he basically has to what get, he said, he was like, "Don't people be happy because stand up too, right?" Yeah. I mean, even Adele was right there, giving him like his own flowers. Yeah. <laughs> right. Like she's like, "Don't like what the fuck are you? like?" He's just chilling. Yeah. Like, it's fine. I I feel like people struggle in general with joy and seeing other people enjoy, but I think when it's a queer person, it's just something a little extra because it's like, "Oh, you're a sin and you're joyful about it." <laughs> yeah. There's just something that like sparks like that hatred Mm -hmm. like that pure like gay happiness yeah but But oh good no i was gonna say it probably could be a few people who are a part of the community who also don't know how to express their queer joy Mm -hmm. or joy in the sense because just like you said dr mikey it a lot of people don't want to see that joy Mm -hmm. because something may have happened in the past that allowed you not to express that joy so you don't want to express joy, but yeah, I don't know why I try to, I don't want to take it down a dark road, but I was watching. So I was like looking up what other gays were saying on queer joy. And so I was looking, watching this video of Sam Smith of all people. And I don't really follow her at all. Like mm-hmm. I don't really know her like that, but I was watching this video that she was talking about queer joy. And then she was basically saying how, just the way she moves her body sometimes is like like allowing herself to even move her body in the way that she wants to move it is like an act of queer joy because I guess she's been like heavily like gay repressed. Yeah, because when when he first came out, dude was like stiff as a stick, like just sit there, sing, blow the house down and call it a day. I mean, yeah, I mean, that makes sense. Like, I think that goes back to the idea of like how gay people are people want to put them in certain categories, right? Mm-hmm. This patriarchy, the masculinity, you have to be masculine, you have to be feminine, and it's like the you have to be these prescribed roles with these prescribed behaviors, right? Mm-hmm. And queer joy is is reconnecting with movement and it as easy as that, um um that's queer joy because like that is you being able to do something that you've never been able to do before, right? And that's going to feel so good. Yeah, being that. in your pure, like, mm-hmm. your pure queerness mm-hmm. when you're told all the time, like, not to be that. And you're being, like, policed in so many ways that you can't even act like yourself. Right. So, like, yeah. But um, something that you had said, doctor, has been sticking with me. And I actually wrote it down in my notes. <laughs> and, Ooh, she, <laughs> she's quotable. Notes, notes. <laughs> and you were said something um basically on queer revolution. Being yourself unapologetically without judgment or oversight or patriarchy. 
And I'm thinking about that a lot because I'm just like, he's right because I feel like I don't have those moments often. I feel like I am like often with oversight and mm-hmm. the pi- and the patriarchy. Mm-hmm. And like I often can't be that pure queer joy moment. Mm-hmm. But I feel like remembering remembering that like phrase of being like unapologetically yourself without like oversight or whatever. Mm-hmm. Like if we can focus on that part, then maybe we can have more moments of queer joy ourselves. Mm-hmm. We can remember to allow ourselves to have happiness because I feel like a big part of being queer. Like, I mean, there's the whole like self-loathing gay guy trope and it's kind mm-hmm. of like, I mean, I definitely feel like I have that like, <laughs> like to be self-loathing all the time. Queer joy is interesting because we have to like verbalize the concept that we can have joy. (laughs) (laughs) Like the the thought of like queer people like having a good time is like. Yeah. And it feels like because we see just like how unfortunately the media doesn't portray a lot of queer joy. Mm -hmm. It's a lot of things that we have to focus on protecting our rights and making sure that we're safe and watching our back and making sure that we are not able to. So when we are able to embrace that type of joy, um, regardless if we can put ourselves in those spaces to do so, it's very important because unfortunately we don't get to see it a lot. So like I make sure that like when I'm at least in queer spaces that I'm joyful and nice to people because usually you don't see that. And then usually when you are in some of those spaces, people don't want to also be share their joy Mm. Joy, joy is meant to be shared. Yeah, right. Okay, joy is the freest thing that we got in this motherfucker. So for us to be able to share it with each other, especially in our own community, is very positive. That's true. I feel like you're a very joyful person. I am. You, Do you are. Want, I am. And, and, and people feel like it's a like a facade. I don't know why. Really? I don't, I don't know. I so I'm gonna tell y'all this. So something I think so, a friend of mine we was out this weekend, and someone mentioned to I, somebody was having a conversation next to me and a friend of mine that was also having a conversation. Mm-hmm. So when I heard them laughing, I was like, oh, like I started laughing too. I was like, what was y'all laughing about? Like you know, like I'm for one, I'm nosy as fuck. <laughs> <laughs> so shit, I was like, I also like to laugh. Like laughter gets the sadness out of you. So like shit, true. right? So and then they was like, oh, nothing. And I was like, oh, okay, like I y'all clearly was laughing at something, but you know, like yeah. if you don't want to share it, that's fine. I don't want to be all up in your business, but you know, I just you ask not, you won't not. Yeah. And so me. then my friend, I think, actually heard what they said. And I think one of the guys, she said, I think what he said is that like he just can't get how you're always so happy. And he don't know how to deal with that. <laughs> and I was like, that's understandable. That's understandable. And then you mm. come over there being like, hey, what is going on? I'd love like, to laugh. Like, See? <laughs> <laughs> right. And I was like, oh, okay, then. Well, shit. All right, yeah. y'all. Well, fuck it. <laughs> I'm surprised you get that feedback. I feel you're the most like authentic, friendly person I've ever encountered. Because I've met friendly people, but some of it does feel forced and fake. Oh, okay. I never got that from you. Oh, well, thank you. Yeah, yeah. it is. Because I love people. I love people. I love to share my joy. You. Can you give us... Um, Christoph's five, top five tips on being a cheerful and joyful individual. Mm-hmm. How do I also, let the song how you sing? Say, this is also how you stay youthful. You hydrate mm-hmm. and you mind your business. 
Well, I thought you said you're nosy. Right, but if they don't mm. want to tell, I'm not gonna pry. Oh, uh, okay, okay, okay. Yo, I'm, I'm gonna, gonna ask. I'm, but gonna ask, yeah. right? I'm not gonna pry. Like if you want to tell me, you don't want to tell me. You know what I'm saying? But if you don't ask, then how you go? Touche. You know what I'm saying? And then also just um, be mindful of your surrounding, and just be be able to enjoy laughter. Like I look at laughter at. I know some people's like they laugh when people fall down. Probably can, <laughs> but like I also find I find humor in everything mm. because life is too short to take it seriously. So I make sure that I find humor in everything. Mm. So that's number four, and then the last one is just, hmm, yeah. I guess double down on the on number four. <laughs> double down. <laughs> Hydrate some more. Hydrate right. some more. <laughs> Damn. Queer joy. That's beautiful. I love that. Yeah, but like I, I know one of the questions you asked is like, okay, so what is one of your joyful gay movies or queer movies? I will, I think we had talked about this before, and one of them was Tuan Fu. Yes, Tuan Fu is going to mm-hmm. always go down as the classic for uh, even though it had like moments. Oh yeah, but it's also it was like. You've it seen was, them embracing their queer joy. Mm-hmm. It was fun too, right? Yeah. You know what I'm saying. So that was one of my um, go-to. And even though this isn't a queer movie, but Low Down Dirty Shame had a queer character, a gay character in that movie um, back in the day, and that was like the first, and it, and it was like the best part of the whole movie. Like to me, like the parts that he was in was very um rememberable mm. so those are my two little queer fun movies even though one that. of them isn't queer <laughs> doesn't matter if it's queer or not as long as it's giving you queer joy yeah it's true I'm trying to think i don't have any queer joy movies mine's definitely two while food as well um i don't know if it's necessarily a queer movie but she is a queer icon and queer herself. So I guess it is a queer movie, right? What makes a queer movie? Mm. Storyline queer or actors queer? Anyway. I would say one or the other. That movie, Al- Alvira, Mistress of the Dark. Oh, I feel okay. like, well, you know what? She is now uh, out of the closet. Lesbian. Lesbian, right? Mm-hmm. So maybe, yeah, it is a queer film. Yeah. So that that was like one of my, I feel like, queer awakenings. Because I feel like what I got of it and took from the movie was kind of being unapologetically you, right? Like, mm-hmm. people are going to judge you. Um, but Alvira remain unfazed. So I'm going to yeah. like, Alvira remain, remain unfazed. I'm with you on that. I also really took to Alvira. And mm-hmm. it was funny because I'm like, I wonder if, like, they think that I like her because of her big boobs. Because I watched her as a kid, and I'm like, no, I like her for her witty. <laughs> her witty. Her witty. <laughs> <laughs> but you're right. Yeah, she was. I mean, yeah, she went into that Christian town. Mm-hmm. She told them what the fuck was going on. She didn't give a fuck right and i always felt like i need to be like you bitch like i need to give a fuck about these assholes goals and i need to be like my own my own bad bitch Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. and she was a bad bitch did you watch it i remember it i don't remember i remember watching it i don't like i feel like i've seen it a million times same every halloween i always watch it Mm -hmm. (laughs) my fave um but oh good in that in in the theme of that song uh they do a, like a rendition of 
once bitten, twice shy. And I think the performer is like a drag queen or he he looks definitely like a drag queen. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I know they had like big makeup and heavy metal hair heavy back hair. then, but yeah. he was definitely giving drag vibes. Mm. Moving on. But speaking of another gay icon, this person wasn't in the movie, but this person also gave me queer joy. And a lot of people going to probably look at this hear this name and like what the fuck Wendy Williams oh my god so Wendy okay. Williams always gave me queer joy because just like the how you doing and <laughs> like even when she a dude like talk to her guest or like talk to the the guest not the guest but the uh viewers in the audience mm-hmm. when she would do uh I don't know what segment it was but you know that she'll go and ask questions or ask Wendy and it would just be like she just gave me <laughs> gay icon like i'm quite sure she's a gay icon in the community even though she had very fucking you know what i'm gonna take that back she's not a gay icon but she out. did she, <laughs> right take that back because she i forget she had like said like transphobic shit before. oh oh did she Boo, wendy so, williams i feel like low-key a lot of uh a lot of queens be like watching her though oh, oh yeah. yeah definitely so even if like Yes, you know, prob- yeah. she's a problematic fave mm-hmm. among most. That's true. I remember I used to listen to her when she was on Power One O. Was it One O Three Point Seven or some shit? It was like One Hundred Point Three. The beat. Yeah. Or mm. she was on. She was on something. She was either on the beat or right, she was on beat. Power, and she was like doing a radio show with Charlemagne. I think. Yep. I listened to her back then because I used to listen to her on the way to uh, school. I would drive to my culinary school in Pasadena. I Damn. listened to the Wendy Williams because it was it would come on like a fucking early in the morning, and I'm like, why is she on so fucking early? No one's gonna hear this, and this is a good show. <laughs> like yeah. it's funny, but see that was probably out here because back on my side of town was well, side of the country mm. in the Midwest. It came on like at three in the afternoon. Oh really? Yeah. Mm, I didn't know that. Yeah, I thought it was interesting because I like I heard her radio show. I don't know why the fuck we're talking about Wendy Williams queer joy but but i heard a radio show and then um i was like too bad nothing will ever become of her and then she turned into fucking wendy williams from the wendy williams show that's hilarious i was like i wasn't expecting that blow up gotcha but yeah so uh i think we had talked about in two episodes ago or probably last episode about that new movie that came out on prime that was a good queer fun oh i saw queer. it did you end up watching right it? royal blue i literally watched it nice. the day after re- the same day we recorded i watched also, it too did you wait yes. did you finish it because i know your ass uh stop a movie oh yet. you're right i actually didn't finish God it yeah i thought you it. said you stopped right i did stop halfway <laughs> but i i may finish it but i feel like i got the best juice out of it i mean i watched it i thought it was cute red right Red, white, and royal blue. Yeah. yeah. With the little Mexican guy. They showed his ass. I wasn't expecting yeah. that. I was like, hey. Oh, he's cute. Mm-hmm. He he's is cute. cute. Fuck. Um, the, yeah. <laughs> Bet it. But I mean, it Cute made, guys give me queer joy, too. But it was fun. I yeah. mean, I thought Uma Thurman's accent was atrocious. <laughs> 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 she was struggling. Uh, she definitely was. Yeah. But um, I love you, though. But I, I really love that that there was a lot of joy in there. Like, you got to Yo. see, like... A romance around a gay couple mm-hmm. instead of one of them dying or moving so it was really refreshing just to see like yeah these gay characters fall in love with each other um over the course of the movie it was it was even the end like i teared up a little bit it was cute 
It was. I thought it was interesting. Um, if I only had one critique, I would say... Just one. <laughs> just one. <laughs> I would say that the Mexican guy should have been out the entire time. It would have been more That would make more sense. But I guess you have to throw something in there. The whole coming out part. But, I mean, other than that part, because I was like, you could have just left out the whole coming out thing. But um, making the pressure on it. Anyways, I thought it was cute the way they just, like, both had agency. Mm-hmm. They could mm-hmm. both, like, actually do what they wanted. Didn't really have to hide too much. Other right. than just the scandal of being the president and the president's son and the yeah. whatever the fuck. Like, that was the biggest high stakes of it all. Which was cute. Right? What I know, right? To say. Now, what's one of your great queer joyful songs? Mm. I was gonna that you say, just go out that you like dance like Madonna or like so I had a, I have I do have I feel like my most moments of queer joy are when I'm listening to music and I feel like I have a lot of queer joy moments in the car because I am <laughs> so safe space yeah mm-hmm. and so like when I'm like literally um in rush hour traffic I have like pretty like upbeat pop music playing. So I'm like doing like my full dance routine in the fucking car. <laughs> like it. being fucking doing whatever. Right. With my like sunglasses on. I'm like not looking at you. Can't even see you. I'm just like voguing on the fucking freeway. Because I'm <laughs> fucking, fucking literally just stuck Sex there on the freeway. There. Right. So I, yeah, I mean, I think I definitely was dancing on the way here to this podcast. Nice. Um, what was you listening to? Yeah. What was I listening to? I was dancing. I think I was. I'm sorry. Dua Lipa. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, shit, we ain't gonna Dua Lipa has been right. giving me moments of queer joy. Yeah, yeah, Her, makes sense. Mm-hmm, I'm sorry, but she has. It, it's good pop music. I can't, you can't hate it. You gonna, you gonna move a, you gonna do a two step or two. Mm-hmm. The fucking Padam song gave me moments of queer joy. Uh, that shit yeah. makes me dance in my car. You do. Um, the Barbie movie gave me moments of queer joy. Nice. That's cute. Um. What else give me moments of queer joy? Uh, da, 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 da. Yeah, music a lot. Mm-hmm. Um, black female rappers have often... Black female musicians mm-hmm. have been the forefront of my gay joy for the most of my life. It's true, nice. though. They have been serving the gay community. <laughs> for ages. For ages. Mm-hmm. Because who the fuck do I listen to when I fucking really want to fucking bump it up is fucking all the bad bitch rap. Mm -hmm. (laughs) I want to fucking feel like Megan the Stallion. I want to feel like I'm City Girls. I want to feel like City Girls gonna always. uh uh, They had a new song or something, so they always gonna support the community. Um, So Weedy gives me moments of queer joy. Mm -hmm. Oh, nice. Mm -hmm. Anything you can move to is gonna give me some queer joy. Yeah, makes sense. Uh, Missy Elliott often gave me moments of queer joy. Oh, yeah. All the time. Uh-huh. All the t- she ain't did no wrong. Lil Kim gave me moments of queer joy. Mm, TLC. Oh, yeah. Uh, TLC. You know, the DC3, Destiny's Child, gonna always be oh, queer yes. joy. Oh, yes. I cannot. Problematic fave, Nicki Minaj. Why is she problematic? Well, I mean, shit, who ain't problematic these right. days? Right. I'm not gonna get into it. But oh, I know why. She's married to a rapist. Oh, okay. Yo, 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 yo. <laughs> Uh, but that's neither here nor there. Right. Because our joy comes in different forms. She's going to sue us. <laughs> I feel like Nikki, unfortunately, does give me lots of moments of queer joy. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, She's a Bob. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, Rihanna. Oh, yeah. Like, I just remember, like, WeHo. Like, Rihanna was, like, 
drop in like hit after hit <laughs> after <laughs> right. hit, and she was just given to the gaze. Um, and and I I think just dancing in general is like the most like obvious version of of queer joy, right? Yeah. Like, look, you look at the. I remember when I first started going to to gay cl- uh, gay clubs, it was really interesting because like you saw people just like move their bodies mm-hmm. and so elegantly and beautifully and you just didn't expect people to like people who look the way they did move like that right you know so mm-hmm. you know like all i know was like the straight world for a while you know going to those clubs so like to go step in and see like so much like movement and like connection with the body was really beautiful to see um so i, I like i was very self-conscious and like dancing until like i like realized that no one was looking at me when i was dancing and it it was literally one of those moments like i just need to dance like no one's watching and like i think when you do that like there's just so much like beauty and pureness to that yeah i forgot how much i fucking love dancing Mm -hmm. like that was like a big deal like going to the gay clubs and just like dancing the fucking dance the fuck out like not right. even like looking for dick just yeah. like being like just sweating all night mm-hmm. just get home and mm-hmm. drenched it's the best especially i remember going out there too i never you like like you're saying that was really interesting like just seeing all the gayness mm-hmm. just all the free movement yeah and yeah. i remember yeah i definitely loved dancing in weho because i was just i would dance like i was like like i was on fucking drugs right okay people would get upset because they'd be like get the f- like what are you doing and like get the fuck out of here like you're doing too much and i'd be like no bitch i'm not doing enough <laughs> sometimes people would come up and be like wow like you are like really like a good dancer like into it and i'm like i am into it bitch like <laughs> that's funny i'm feeling the vibe so you've been doing your queer joy for a minute then. Mm-hmm. yeah Didn't queer joy yeah, da- definitely dancing definitely dancing in your room yeah to like your headphones oh. mm-hmm. big moments of queer joy i had many uh stadium tours and <laughs> <laughs> my headphones in my room singing in the shower something like that yeah nice i feel it it all boils down to like expression right like just being yourself and expressing yourself that's cool being able to do that you could never dance like that in the straight bar right people would totally look at you you would die you get hate crime unless i mean you could but you this is where that queer joy come in because you don't give a fuck about what people think about you you still going to do it and enjoy it to the fullest that is true just do it in a safe place. Do it in a safe place. <laughs> one thing that you did mention when you was like, when you said when you was dancing in the clubs and like that's when you have a connection mm-hmm. with your body, mm-hmm. but also the freedom that it allows you to move. Yeah. It's just like so. Yeah. Just like so free. Like yeah. you, you free at the same time, but connected to your body that you have that connection with mm-hmm. it and you just enjoying it. And mm-hmm. the yeah. body and the mind are so connected. It's it's yeah. like that. It's like oh wait, I I just don't have to like sway side to side. Side to side. I could do <laughs> right. more. Right. What? Right. Definitely, only girl in the world had me feeling oh. intense oh. moments. That is a that's that is a a joyful song. Yeah. <laughs> we ain't got the coverage for that. <laughs> yeah. It's a sis and desist or whatever. <laughs> moments of queer joy. Mm definitely fucking <laughs> um no moments of queer joy oh the car bar when What's the car bar when we would go to weho and then we would just 
sit in the car sit in the car (laughs) and drink before we went into the club funny and so we would just we would like pull up to weho right find a parking space then go to the liquor store and then get like i don't know four locos or whatever the fuck we would get and then we would just sit in the car and just like talk for like an entire hour while we're just drinking this four loco pre-gaming pre-gaming that's cool and then just the shit that you would talk about like Mm -hmm. usually i feel like i used to do this with a bunch of lesbians a lot and it would always be like love woes and it was always like we're gonna start the night with a lot of drinks and talk with shit about our love woes and Mm. then it was just like connecting on that level and just like having those moments with other queer people where we're like all together in a very like intimate space Mm -hmm. kind of like this one Yeah. yeah and i think that's another queer joy right like where else can i feel like queer people have this like freeness to talk openly with each other like i feel like there's very like um there's not a lot of like restrictions right like we can talk openly about sex right we can talk about like who we hooked up with right and i i I feel like i don't know if the straight community has that as much right i feel like we have like Mm -hmm. we're really free when it comes to that at least between the men and the women in the gay community like Mm -hmm. we can sit with lesbians and talk about sucking dick yeah but they can't go into a room with men and women straight men and women and start talking about what they be doing Mm -hmm. right Hmm. get a pass interesting Mm -hmm. but yeah just like moments of intimate spaces with other only queers like another like yeah a lot of it unfortunately has to do with pre-gaming and like (laughs) i mean me and my other gay friends when we would like hang out in hollywood one of my friends he had an apartment and then we would just pre-game at his place because he had a place that was pretty close to akbar Mm -hmm. so we would all gather around and pre-game the fuck out and get wasted <laughs> in the house and then just walk over to Akbar and get more twisty. Oh, that's cool. We would watch, like, uh, he, like, introduced me to, like, a lot of, like, interesting fashion shows. We would watch fashion shows. We would show each other music videos. Okay. Um, cultural exchange. Yeah. Definitely the cultural exchange thing that I feel like a lot of gays do. Yeah. Like, just showing each other. Like, I seen this one thing and it was, like, gays will gather around to watch um a music video like it was the super bowl it's true and i'm like we do do that yeah and the halftime show mm-hmm. <laughs> i mean i like that i I like those moments where we're gay or queer together and we're just like enjoying media that we enjoy yes oh my god i went to a finale of uh, drag race at hammer mary's mm. like that was like r- really beautiful level. like queer joy because like everyone was so invested in the show like it was just great around- it was just great to like be surrounded by people and laughter and like just being community and experience that it was really cool that is cool when i went mm-hmm. to the juno bird show la- a couple weekends ago that's what it felt like because you it's at, it was in downtown, but like um, you definitely knew every everyone that you looked at. You definitely knew they were here for this show, yeah. and that's like everyone's <laughs> outfit is like crazy or weird or fucking queer, or it's like the people just look queer as fuck. Mm-hmm. And it's like I like seeing that type of that yeah. kind of yeah. queer fucking person. Like, oh, you're androgynous as fuck. Like, I can't tell if you're yeah. a man or a woman, and I don't care. <laughs> like, I'm about cool. to experience another queer joyful moment coming up soon and that's going to be the renaissance tour oh what are you gonna are you wearing all yeah, silver what the fuck are you wearing? i am i actually got something custom made oh is it a cowboy outfit uh no oh Chats. it's uh it was i 
which was also gave it was Auntie Auntie's outfit in Mad Max. So Tina Turner's character. Mm. So that is the premise of how I wanted the shirt to be made. Uh huh. So that's badass. I'm about to show. You want to see it? Yes. It is. Auntie done. Auntie. Yeah. I've never seen Mad Max. Yeah. How dare you? Right. <laughs> so this Auntie Entity. Oh. I love that. You need glasses. <laughs> <He's> like, <laughs> <laughs> I never knew that was from a movie. Yeah. That's funny. I'm so out of it. I That's need to cool. watch this. Uh, so, yeah, I'm about to live my best queer, joyful mm-hmm. life that night and be in the element and the surrounding of other queer individuals mm-hmm. and queer music. Yeah. So I'm going to be around queer people listening to queer music and just have a queer ass time. Nice. Yeah. Love it. You know, I had um a friend. I'm sure that I don't know if they're joking, but they were they made a comment on how like uh, for a community that like wants so much like acceptance that um, we exclude a lot. And so mm-hmm. they were pointing at our safe places as being exclusionary. Um, and I was like, oh, you mean your safe places? That's because we had to hide from y'all. Right. Like, what the <laughs> fuck? like that didn't make no sense. Yeah, like, we're not excluding is... you. Yeah. We're saving ourselves from harm yes. away <laughs> from dangerous mm-hmm. people, you dumb bitch. You're excluding us. Yeah. So I'm like, you don't even want to be in those spaces yeah. anyways. Exactly. Be like, you legally exclude us. Right. But it's like, we need to develop those spaces because we don't feel safe. Like, and we can't be ourselves. I think that's the part I don't like about street places is I can't be myself or exactly. I have to like mask or I have to like, mm-hmm. I feel like I always make myself smaller. Yes. A hundred percent. I fucking hate it when straight people are like, come with me to said straight place. And I'm like, I don't want to fucking go there with you, bitch. <laughs> and I don't want to explain why I don't want to fucking go there. Cause yeah. you won't fucking understand what the fuck I'm even saying. Mm-hmm. And you're just gonna be like, that's not true. Everyone's cool with gay people. <laughs> right? No, bitch. I have to like, I have to fucking. <laughs> that's why I don't want to go to straight places. Our gay spidey senses know when we're in harm. Straight places are deficit queer joy <laughs> a straight place is only a happy place if it is squashing queer joy <laughs> facts uh, what else um, what else is queer joy um, well, yeah, queer jo- yeah queer joy what else gives me queer joy like I've said before oh I also saw a meme that's also based on this other thing I said but I saw a meme or somebody was saying something like um, just the just listening to gay people's voices is soothing to them. And I'm like, it is like I listen to a lot of gay people on YouTube uh-huh. because and I don't know why, because I feel like oh sorry. I feel like if I'm triggered or upset about straight people, I feel like when I listen to gay gay media, I become soothed and I mm. like it makes me feel like it's safe. Yeah, it makes me feel safe and it makes me feel like, oh, OK. Like, I'm not crazy or like there's other people who are like me or it makes me feel some kind of way where I feel good again. It makes me feel like refreshed. Mm-hmm. Replenished. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So moments of gay joy is just listening to other gay people <laughs> <laughs> or trans people or yeah. any kind of people who are in LGBTQ. Yeah, that's true. 
you know, I feel some of my like happiest game memories are in WeHo. Um, mm-hmm. But we wouldn't do a car bar. We would go, we would map out all the happy hours <laughs> in WeHo. So we would start at um, Fiesta Cantina. Wait, was it? If we got there early enough, we started at Fiesta Cantina. But if we didn't, then we would go to Truck Stop, mm-hmm. which is like was one of my favorite actually gay bars, even though it's a lesbian bar. Le- my favorite lesbian bar um, in WeHo. Um, cause they would have a happy hour. And then when that happy hour was over, Fiesta Cantina's second happy hour was going on. So we just happy hour <laughs> hop and just get fucked up nice. and just like dance all night and like rock, paper, scissors, like who was the most sober at the end? Nobody. Hopefully <laughs> if you was, was doing it, <laughs> we right. were fine. Blacking the fuck out. Yes. Queer joy. Queer joy. Like, queer joy. But I remember like, in, in like doing that, like you met so many people and like, um, and like just laugh with strangers it, w- it was like really cool to kind of like do that and I'm like oh, I don't really do that anymore but I remember like there's just like so much fun meeting new people drunk and like mm-hmm. dancing with each other and then like being friends the rest of the night <laughs> and never talking to each other again I remember one time I woke up and I had a um, a name badge apparently I met someone named gregory who worked at chase bank what? <laughs> and i had his name badge on my shirt and my best friend had um one two same guy just a different i guess he had multiple badges so i don't know how, we don't remember how we got them but we we nice. were very friendly when we were drunk we met, met a lot of friends see that's what i feel mm-hmm. like queer joy of like just unfortunately it's you have to be a little bit, you know, intoxicated to <laughs> enjoy queer joy and be open to being friendlier with people that you don't know. But I also feel like that's the queer joy of it all, of just like being able to interact with people mm-hmm. and not give a fuck. Mm-hmm. Right? Because if, if I went to a straight place, I would not become best friends with the people right next to me. But mm-hmm. in a gay bar, I definitely can make besties with anybody unless yeah, right. they're an actual like other gay man right. because then they don't want to be your friend they want to either fuck true. you or give and you shade and that's also that's kind okay. of crazy but that's a dynamic I mean, between a, dynamic, a power struggle between lovers and friends <laughs> friends eternal struggle but i mean yeah i always feel like i could just turn to any lesbian and be like what up and she'd be like what up and we'd be besties right or any other kind of queer individual yeah um what else were you guys talking about? Um, what What about like queer love? Is that queer joy? I guess it is. You know, I was gonna say. Oh, I was gonna say before queer love. Um, interesting queer, I guess, happy or interesting moments. When I remember there was this one night I had a, a really random hookup with like this is like a long time ago. Really random hookup with this man, this guy, mm-hmm. and. The the sex wasn't like a hundred and like I would I didn't think that like any like actual chemistry was actually going on, you know? Like it was just a generic kind of a hookup, nothing special. But we ended up just talking and having like a really interesting like heart to heart like 
through the night like we like just ended up hanging out and talking oh, okay. and we talked about a bunch of like random shit and afterwards just, yeah okay. and we just like connected on the this like weird level we even had a cry together we even oh, cried together nice. but it wasn't on a like a love, love right but it was yeah. like a queer like you was it able was to be like weird, vulnerable yeah. with a motherfucker a trauma bonding yeah it was really interesting <laughs> uh, this Which trauma was, bond that i had this <laughs> random, <laughs> random hookup. but it brought joy because you was able to get something now but also did it with some person that you also had a little nice intimate mm-hmm. session with mm-hmm. even though it wasn't 100 like those moments of like yeah hooking up with like a a guy that you're not gonna ever see again but just and having a good time yeah have like the weekend just falling in love for the weekend yeah that's true yeah but i falling like in love how you were saying like queer love even though if it's maybe for a second can also bring you queer joy yeah you know just, just being mm-hmm. able to i think one of the things that i also found queer joy in is when i first moved here is that i was allowing myself to become i don't, I don't know why it changed i think it changed because i was in a relationship and then after like that. Eh. but when i first got here i was able to be joyful in my queerness and go out and just like talk to people because mm-hmm. that's how i got to know the city of Long Beach. All the city. <laughs> All of it. <laughs> Is that I didn't know nobody, so I went out and just introduced and talked to people that I didn't know. Do you know every gay person um, in Long Beach? I, I'm on my way to. <laughs> you have a little stamp card. I got a stamp card. <laughs> about 20 people away. No, it's <laughs> um, but, but I also found myself being joyful in those moments and then also just being in that environment because it was like my first gay and queer experience of being out and in that space so i allowed myself to be joyful in it and then i would like go and like hook up but i and and it was also like i didn't know what questions to ask Mm -hmm. it's just like oh okay we find each other attractive in some way and you know we converse and go back to each other's places (laughs) And then now we're just looking at, now two tops just looking in each other's eyes like, uh, what you, well, you know what, just jack off and go to sleep. All right, good night. <laughs> so, but like, those was my joyful moments. I need to get back into that joyful type of queer joyfulness. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Love that. <laughs> queer love. Queer joy. Queer. queer love. Yeah, I guess moments of love. Yeah, like, what were you saying? Being yourself. When I moved out of my house for the first time on my own. Mm-hmm. And lived in my own place, that was queer joy. Yeah, it was like could be my own fucking so, person. Yeah. Put whatever I want up. Yeah. Invite who the fuck I wanted over. Have a million sex partners come in every minute. <laughs> <laughs> every minute on the minute. Um, Heartstopper reminds me is like an example of queer joy. Have you seen Heartstopper? I haven't the, seen it. The Netflix show. Explain. No. So Heartstopper is about these. Um, two teenage boys um, one is out gay and the other like he be- they become friends they like on the rugby team and they start like liking each other and it's like a depiction of like um, mm. queerness in high school and like having that queer romance story that I know I didn't have and a lot of <laughs> queer people don't, don't have yeah um, so I remember watching that and it was just like just seeing like that play out and see like um, that that teen romance story that I've heard like other people have and, yeah. and straight people get all day get yeah. all day all the time 
like it was just like it like brought me to tears it made me like mm. feel feelings like to see that and it was obviously like beautiful to see but it was also like grief because i like i didn't never seen it experience that. Yeah. yeah i mean i got had it as an adult of course but i think there's just something different when it's like high school because that molds you differently when mm-hmm. you experience it at a younger age mm-hmm. like you have your first love because yeah. everybody heterosexuals the straights aka the straights breeders they have <laughs> they were able to in, experience that first type of love mm-hmm. in high school also they get so many examples of like what a quote unquote good relationship should be like do they though I mean, they have so much media depicting relationships, straight relationships versus what gay people have. I yeah. feel like they're all miserable, though. Yeah. I, I mean, think in real life they are. <laughs> yeah. Did y'all hear about, like, the, uh, who's that? Harry and Meghan separated? Oh, they did? I, it's the not prince? Really, yeah. Ooh. Well, he ain't the prince no more, but Prince of Jason. No, Ooh. why? You know, he got... Red, white, left, and ro- blue royal. Right. They left the... Uh, the palace so mother was like peace and so now he split from megan i i heard they're separated i don't know if they're divorced they're just mm. separated mm. so hopefully that works out you're gonna go back to the monarchy Probably but, mommy whatever street <laughs> people good luck oh sorry right. <laughs> um what else is queer joy queer joy When me and my boyfriend are alone in the apartment and we are acting silly and do silly voices to each other. Oh, that's cute. And we're just being stupid <laughs> and saying silly, stupid things and doing our dog's voice and pretending that our dog is making up saying shit. <laughs> that's queer joy. We're just being nice. silly little queers with nobody to be worried about. See? That's what it all trickles down to. What about you? What brings your queer joy with your queer love? Mm, I don't know. There's so many. I think the one that always stands out to me is there. there's like certain things that I just like love seeing him do. Mm -hmm. Um, So I love like seeing him like be in his element like musically and like when he's learning a song. Um, I don't know, there's just something about it that, like, just fills me with, like, joy and to see, like, someone that I love, like, just be so entrenched and, like, embody what they're doing and have so much passion about it. That's nice. cool. Mm-hmm. That's and you might want to edit this out because I don't know if you want me to say this, but, like, that song that y'all worked on together mm-hmm. was, cute, like, a, a moment of queer joy mm-hmm. you know what i'm saying mm-hmm. like because that intro was mm-hmm. banging no thank you uh, but yeah that's i don't know you got to get permission to keep that in there <laughs> <laughs> what about you do you have any queer love joy well fuck i'm single i ain't got no queer love my queer love is myself mm. so oh, i love that so that's just me that's how i explained it earlier i just you know continue to love and live life to the fullest i mean he's the single one he's the happiest <laughs> just kidding right so look earlier <laughs> so earlier i said uh you asked me what was my top five yeah what would give what would you say would be two things that you would have someone try to do to embrace or embody 
like queer love. I, like I mean, you, queer joy. I like how you know I can only come up with two things. I look, I, I was going to say one. Five was a lot, like, though. <laughs> he he knew like, from experience. He was like, five was too many. Um, study yourself in a way that you can really pinpoint what your interests and things that bring you joy are and amplify those things like let's say you're in like let's say you're a plant gay and you're into plants do it up really delve into your own hobbies and interests that you like and expand upon them more because the small things that bring you tiny little pleasures like you don't have much pleasures in life. <laughs> so find, find why he's only got a list of two. two. Right. So find the things that do give you pleasure, like dancing in the car, mm-hmm. little dance offs in your Sing room, in the shower, and do it more often, and and embrace. Just remember those things and try to do it more often. Practice happy. Practice joy. Okay. Number one, practice joy. That's true, because joy joy is also just a feeling, right? It's going to come and go, mm-hmm, um, and it's things um, that you experience that usually bring it on, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, but I, I feel like the more and more you're able to connect with joy and really notice it and, like, really feel it in your body, like, the more you'll be able to connect it and probably see it pop up a lot more often, yeah. right? Because, like, feelings are practice. Like, the we repress them. If we ignore them, like they like we're going to disconnect from them. Yeah, Mm -hmm. because as much time we put into our sadness and things of that nature, Mm -hmm. we should also put that same effort into our joyfulness. Yeah, Mm -hmm. of course. What was that that Pixar movie with all the feelings and stuff? Uh, Inside Out. Inside Out. Yeah. I was gonna call it woke. Woke. (laughs) Woke the movie. Ah, Woke woke the movie. (laughs) That's something else. And number two would be surround yourself with and or find spaces that do have lots of queer people in them because then you can experience like life like it is on Heartstopper maybe and you can be surrounded Mm -hmm. with other gays and be Mm -hmm. more comfortable to move freely. Yeah. So yeah, just like, yeah, if you, I mean, yeah, like when we find ourselves in gay spaces like the bar, like the gay bar or club or like intimate moments with gays you do have those moments of queer joy because you get to see queer joy on other people not just experience it yourself Mm -hmm. seeing other queer yeah seeing other queers having joy can bring you queer joy i feel like that's true yeah that's nice so what would be your two for what is it queer love yeah to if to your suggestion to our listeners if they wanted to embody or empower their queer joy. Yeah. Um, I think um, it's really working on being present. Um, I think yeah. a lot of people get really caught up in their heads or they're worried about like the future, what happened in the past. Right. And I understand it's hard to kind of control your thoughts, but, um, but that's practice, right? Like, you can practice mindfulness. You can, you know, do things that are going to anchor you to your body. So you can be present. And the more present you are, the more likely you're going to be able to experience and have moments like this, right? Like get off your phone, right? Yeah. <laughs> you know, like, and, and go put yourself in, in these situations too, because you're not going to have queer joy if you're just like chilling at home, 
yeah. you know unless that's your joy unless that's your unless unless solitude is your queer joy and yeah. and get it <laughs> look nino says that's not true queer joy Nino says, staying at home alone in the dark by yourself is well, not We didn't say they joy. was in the dark. They could have had a disco light and Yeah. What are having a dance party? You didn't tell party. me there was a party. <laughs> they was just dancing by themselves. Yeah. Dance party of one. Mm-hmm. I've been to many of those. A little silent disco. Look. Pop, I always pop. wanted to go to one of those. Oh, I've been to one. Is it actually fun? Yeah. It's cool. I like it. So, like, there's, like, three. Di- the one I went to, um, you obviously got headphones, and it was three different stations. So people, everyone that dance floor, some people are listening to different things. So it was cool to see like people mm-hmm. dancing. People You're like, dancing. how are you dancing to like like that with this? Yeah. You know, um, but it was cool. It was a really cool experience. And you take them off and like it's just like people just dancing in silence. Yeah, I want to dance to my own music though. Oh yeah, no, you have to listen to their music. We yeah. put a Bluetooth. Just go well, you could, and yeah. take your AirPods. True, just take my own. Yeah, yeah. they'll know, won't know. Any other? Gay joy tips. Um, I like those. Mm-hmm. Be in the moment. Mm-hmm. It's important. And the la- this is the hardest part, but allow yourself to be vulnerable. Um, yeah, because sometimes even when we're in a safe space, we still may not be comfortable enough to experience that safe space. Mm-hmm. Because just like you said, we might be in our head and we're not open minded to open to experiencing it the way that it should be experienced Mm -hmm. but you're we're probably so used to experiencing things with a mindset of making sure that i know where the x's are right make sure i'm safe make Mm -hmm. sure nobody's trying to roofie my drink you know just like different things um but you also do that mindfully but also just be vulnerable and allow yourself to enjoy those spaces but do it safely when you're also aware of your surrounding Mm -hmm. it's balance balance must be the scales in me. You Libra. <laughs> <laughs> okay, Virgo. What is the traits of a Libra? I don't know. Balance. <laughs> is that true? I mean, their symbol is a. Uh, hmm. What do they call it? The scales. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> this bitch. <gasps> What's Virgo season, everybody? So make way for the queen. Oh, you're going to see Beyonce in her deepest Virgo. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Mm. Get supercharged. But it's also Mercury retrograde. Everything's in retrograde, I heard. It's always like that. Right. Uh, But this is no break until 2024. Like, it's going to be in retrograde. We're going to get out of one and get right back into them until, like, I think, like, April of 2024. Thanks, sis. That's a lot of change. (laughs) Uh, Nina, are we going to talk about your birthday? Not till after it's done. Okay. We can sensationalize the grand epic ball that you witnessed that others could not. <laughs> I want to see all the photos. I'm going to be stocking. I probably won't even post it. See. You have to view it from another account. <laughs> <laughs> Google it. <laughs> like Google Get some search. Getty images. I'm going to call the satellite. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to call uh, the, the Russians. Webcam. Oh my God. Are we going to have like a Met Gala? <laughs> Oh my god. Next year. Next year. Mm. I know there isn't enough time. Yeah. My me- my fucking look is literally just blue shorts and a white t shirt. <laughs> the most insane thing I could find. <laughs> the bringing queer joy. Giving martial realness. The the cut the hue of the blue brings me joy. Okay. That's all that matters. It's bright. Okay, what color brings you joy? 
Because mm. I'm quite sure the, this color blue brings right. you joy in the moment. As of right now, it's purple. Okay. Mm-hmm. Nice. Purple is a choice color. Mine at this moment is green. I like green. Yeah. I really like Amazon blue. Because you like them blue. packages, girl. Something, I know. <laughs> <laughs> Something about that bright blue in that genre. Nice. Not exactly corporate blue. That is happy blue. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Kind of like a turquoise type of thing. Something. Yeah. Oh, my God. A ghost. Ghost of Christmas. We're bags. doing the Queer Joy episode. Queer Joy. But I think that's all most about everything about Queer Joy for the most part. Huh? I got nothing else. I got nothing else. I'm joyed out. Should we wrap it up? Bah humbug. Joy squared. <laughs> oh, do I need to close it out? All right, everybody. I'd like to thank myself, Nino, Dr. Mikey, and Christoph. From all of us here at the Queer OBC, you're good enough, you're smart enough, and doggone it. People like you. Good night. Sleep tight. Good night, Long Beach. Go be <laughs> joyful. Joyful, joyful. Oh. We are do- Damn, since that was a good joyful. That was. Well, even though it wasn't no Hola. queers in. Oh, how are you? Good, how are you? Super hot.